So he said the gratitude game is as follows. You sit around the table and you all go around and you say what you're grateful for. People at the table, you know, give each other gratitude, something that you're thankful for, for that person there, or just life in general. So we looked at each other and we thought, okay, you know, what do we got to lose? So we went home after the weekend and uh, my partner at that stage had two, had three teenage kids and he sat down with them and he says, guys, I want to play the gratitude game. And they like looked at him like, dad, what? You want to do what? He says, listen, let's play it once. I'll start. If you don't like it, we'll never do it again. Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or you've lost your gratitude journal once again, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents, caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm an intuitive business and health coach. And I'm here to inspire you to choose to wake up with gratitude every single day. Hello, friends. I'm so grateful you're here. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer. And this week, I'm bringing you Alon Joseph, Mr. Gratitude himself, all the way from Johannesburg, South Africa. We have a beautiful conversation about gratitude and how it fits into a corporate culture and how bringing in gratitude as a strategy can completely change a corporate environment. We learn how gratitude can have an incredible ripple effect all through your business and your personal life. Alon shares with us this incredible concept of a gratitude game that he and his co-founder first started using when they launched their business. I love all of the creative ways that we talk about how gratitude can improve your business and, of course, your personal life. On this podcast and in my gratitude work, I generally don't make too many comments on current affairs. This past week or so has been very difficult for many of us here in Canada. I am part of the majority of Canadians who is fully vaccinated and boosted, and I'm in support of the mandates that have been issued by our different levels of government. I might not always agree with them, and there are definitely times when I question what our government has been doing. For example, I find it infuriating that our government has promised to get our Indigenous communities water, and it still hasn't been done. When I talk about having gratitude for drinking water, it is because I think about all of these communities right here in this beautiful country of Canada who do not even have access to clean drinking water. There are many things that I would protest. There are many things that I stand up for. And I do not support what is happening in our nation's capital at this time. I don't want to say anything further about this issue, as that is not what this podcast is about. I want to bring you back to what my vision and dream is for the world. I dream of a world where everyone chooses to wake up with gratitude. And I believe in my heart that if that were the case, our world would change overnight. My friends, if you agree with the message of this podcast and the mission that I have, This week, I invite you to share this episode 
or any one of the recent episodes that you've enjoyed with someone directly, send them a link, tag them on an Instagram story, share it in your newsletter, whatever you can do to grow this message of gratitude, because goodness knows our world has never needed this practice more than we do now. With that, I'd like to welcome Alon Joseph to the podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boye, and today I'm welcoming Alon Joseph all the way from Johannesburg, South Africa. Hello, my friend. Hello. Welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. We, I heard that we call you Mr. Gratitude, so it's perfect to have you here on the podcast. Um, Alon is the founding founder and director at Live Your Part, which is a company that works with corporations really on working on their uh, cultural engagement, on their culture within the employees, but the company culture as well, which he's going to share with us because gratitude is really a foundation of the work that they're doing to help with that because there is such a huge impact when we talk about corporate culture, but also the culture and the values of the employees themselves. So that's what he does as a business. But one of the reasons why we we were actually introduced by a mutual gratitude friend, our friend Lauren, Gratitude Addict, uh, because um, Alon has a very personal story around gratitude. And I love starting the podcast by hearing someone's gratitude story. So I was wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing with us a little bit about your background and how you became, became Mr. Gratitude. With pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I am so honored and excited to be with you. When we first met, I was like, wow, this is, this is incredible. And when you invited me, I was like, wow, that is mind-blowing. So firstly, thank you so much. It's such an honor to be with you. So gratitude, yeah. I had a company before where, where my whole vision is about changing the world and helping people, even though it sounds very cliched, but really to help people become better and become more happier and achieve and achieve success. You know, I didn't, growing up, I wasn't the most academic person at school and schools are very academic places. And um, I had to find my place in life. I had to find where I fitted in and my strength. And I found that my incredible strength was in my interpersonal relationships. I have an incredible way of being able to connect with people and to and to really build great relationships. And I started using that. And uh, I had a coaching business. And from that coaching business, I came across a very, very close. I met someone, he became my best friend. We became very close. And together, he, you know, he said to me one day, my company, you know, my employees are taking so much strain. How do we elevate them? How do we make them excited about life? How do we engage them more? You know, he wanted really the best for his employees. He really wanted them to become amazing human beings. And he said, you know, let's go on this journey together. And I was like, yes, I love it. Let's do it. So we started working on and we started looking and saying, how do you impact people's lives in a business setting? And we, what we realized is that companies that have great cultures have a very high staff engagement. And the higher the staff engagement, the happier people were. So we're like, okay, so obviously we have to start looking at culture. And we looked at culture and we realized that strong cultures are based on, on, on values. So we said, great, we've got to start looking at values then. So we started looking around the values and we noticed two very beautiful ideas. One was that there are a lot of companies that have great values, but they were business values. 
And companies that had business values had a very low staff engagement. And we found companies that had human values that had a very high staff engagement. So we said, great, human values, that's the way to go. So we started looking at human values and bringing them into business and working with our staff. And we were trying to work out which values have the biggest impact on people's lives. If you really want to change someone, which values do you have to focus on? So we started working on different values and we came across one value that was just incredible. And that was the value of you, getting people to realize that in life, if you want something, you have to do it. No one can do it for you. You've got to take control of it. And we were looking at these things and there was a seminar that came about and we decided, you know, let's go to the seminar on values. That's what it was on. And it was about building values and getting more interest. We said, great. And we went and one of the speakers who was there spoke about developing oneself with gratitude. It wasn't a business seminar. It was a self-development seminar. And he started speaking about gratitude. And he introduced us. This was about 15 years ago, maybe a bit more. He said, you know, I want you guys to go home and I want you to play the gratitude game. And I, I looked at my partner. I was like, you heard of this? So he said, the gratitude game is as follows. You sit around the table and you all go around and you say what you're grateful for. People at the table, you know, give each other gratitude, something that you're thankful for, for that person there, or just life in general. So we looked at each other and we thought, okay, you know, what have we got to lose? So we went home after the weekend and uh, my partner at that stage had two, had three teenage kids and he sat down with them and he says, guys, I want to play the gratitude game. And they like looked at him like, dad, what? You want to do what? He says, listen, let's play it once. I'll start. If you don't like it, we'll never do it again. They were like, okay. So he went around, he started with his wife and he said, you know, I just want to say thank you for everything you do for me. I appreciate it. And, and it's amazing. He went to his youngest daughter and he said, you know, when I come home and you run up to me and you give me this big hug, it just, it makes my day. And I really, really appreciate it. He then went to his son and he said, you know, the time we spend together and um, playing soccer and playing different sports, I really value that time. And then he went to his oldest daughter, who's got some difficulty, like learning and learning challenges. And he said, you know, I'm so proud of the effort that you put into, into life. And then he said, okay, who wants to go next? And then his wife went, and then each kid had a chance. And his, his second oldest, the son, went around and he said to his sister, the older sister, he said, you know, I really admire you for your challenges. And I really admire you for the effort that you put into things. And I just want you to know that I love you. And then it was her turn and she started crying. And like, they looked at her and they said, are you okay? And she looked at her brother and she said, you've never told me you've loved me before. I didn't, you know, you've never shared these feelings with me. And she was crying. He was crying. Everyone started crying. So he phoned me right afterwards and he says, have you played? And I said, yeah, I mean, mine wasn't as dramatic as his. His was really incredible. So he said to me, he said, Alon, I'm going to try this at work tomorrow with my staff. And I was like, are you mad? He said, <laughs> no. Now, he works, he works in the hardware industry, right? These, these are not like your mushy type of people who are like, come and give each other. You know, these, these are like your serious, tough guys. Sure. So in, in the morning, he goes in and he calls everyone and he says, guys, um, I'd like to play a gratitude game with you. And they all like look at him and go, are you okay? Like, do you need to go see a doctor? Are you feeling okay? He says, we'll play it once. If you don't like it, we never have to do it again. 
And he did the same thing. He went around and he said to one of the he said to one of the workers, he said, you know, I just want to thank you every day. You bring me my tea. You know, you make it just the way I love it. Just thank you. He said to another staff member, I see the effort you put into the sales. I really appreciate it. And he went around and he said, would anybody else like to share? And they shared and that was it. He left it. He said a couple of hours later, there was a knock on his door and there were these two employees standing there. And uh, his name's Norman. They said to him, Norman, he said, yeah. They said, you know the thing we did this morning? He said, the gratitude game. He's, they said, yeah, and now he's waiting for it. You know, he's waiting for them to come give him the feedback. They said to him, you think we could do it tomorrow again? He was like, why? They're like, no, we really, really enjoyed it. It's like, we noticed that it changed all of our attitudes afterwards. Do you think we could do it again? So he said, okay. So he started it the next day and it just, and it just, you know, it just grew from there. And he phoned me off. He says, you'll never believe what just happened. So, I, you know, I rushed over to the business. I wanted to find out more about it. And we were chatting about it, saying, this is incredible. We've come across something that had such a powerful impact on people's lives so quickly. And then what we started, we started working more with gratitude. We said, well, how do we bring gratitude into business? Yeah. And we started finding ways of having daily gratitude sessions with the staff. And then the most incredible thing happened is the staff started taking gratitude to business. And what they started doing, so for example, all of their clients, they would randomly just phone a client up and say, we just want to say thank you for the business and, and supporting us. Now, we didn't ask them to do this. This was just something that happened. Yeah. But what we started to notice with how these businesses started to respond back. And we were like, wow, that's incredible. It was, it was totally unexpected. But the impact that it had on people's lives was just mind-blowing. And we noticed from there, it was just like, wow, we're onto something over here. And oh because I, you know, so I went into all of that. So, you know, every company we go into, the most fundamental value we do is gratitude. Yeah. So, when, so when I walk into a company, people don't say, oh, there's Alon. They go, oh, there's Mr. Gratitude. That's, that's the nicknames, you know, so when you said that's what's the gratitude, that's where yeah. it came from because everybody knows me. They walk in and all I talk about is gratitude. So they all say, no, it's not alone. That's Mr. Gratitude. <laughs> so I love so much how you took this idea of this gratitude game and you brought it home, but then also into the workplace very quickly at a time when, like you said, it was around 15 years ago when emotional intelligence was like barely even a buzzword. We hadn't even talked about it. There, you know, probably weren't very many books about it and you're bringing it into the workplace and in that environment. I'm just out of curiosity. Do you remember who the speaker was that you heard all those years ago? Uh, we were trying to, I was trying to look through my notes. I couldn't remember who it was. I couldn't remember was who it, it was. You were, it was a local event, like in, in Johannesburg. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You didn't like travel. I just wonder because no. my own gratitude story starts at around 13 years ago, and I heard Sean Aker speak. Oh, wow. um, and he used to travel all over and speak and share his gratitude story and his story of changing habits and all that. So I was like, it would be so funny if it was the same, you know, if we, we had heard the same person speak all those years ago, because that was something that he spoke about and he did travel. So I thought that would be interesting. But it is, you know, and that that to me is what's so powerful is like, sometimes we you know, as a speaker, as a coach, as a trainer, you know, you share your message, you share something you did, and we don't realize how that one thing that someone takes from what we've shared 
So for you, it was taking this gratitude game. For me, when I heard Sean Aker, it was starting my specific gratitude journaling practice, which I still do to this day. And you're still doing this gratitude game, you know, in, in, in your work and in your business all those years ago. And I think that just goes to show that, you know, sometimes we feel like we're speaking into the, the big universe and we're not sure who's listening. And that day you were listening and it, it totally changed the trajectory of your business and your, your life, right? A hundred percent. And what was amazing about it is that we have a lot of feedback built into our business where I sit down with a lot of the employees and say, you know, are you enjoying the program? Aren't you enjoying the program? What's working? What's not working? And what we started to notice was that we just thought we were doing it at work, but what people were telling us, no, they said, no, I've taken the gratitude home. I now play this, you know, I now do gratitude sessions with people at home. It was like, so we started it at home, we brought it to work, and now people at work are taking it back home with them. Yeah. And, and the stories that people kept on bringing back to us, how it was changing their relationships, their marriages, their relationships with their kids, family environments, we were like, we were not expecting it. It was, you know, we didn't know things like, there was no research on these things in those years, 15 years ago. Yeah. But we started to notice that we were starting to change the bigger community. We were starting to change the world around us. And that's how we came up with this whole concept of live your part, that you actually have the ability to change the world. Through one thank you at a time. Yep. Through one thank you at a time. It's all it takes. Because it's so powerful. We don't realize the impact that we can have on other people. We don't realize that when you show someone appreciation for something, yeah. you make that person, firstly, you feel good, but you also make that person feel good. You don't realize the impact that you're having on someone else by sharing gratitude with them. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I was going to ask a question. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing that I want to ask about kind of how you're doing it and how sh you're sharing it, because there's a difference between gratitude, like that's placating someone or that's disingenuous or just because we're doing an exercise versus gratitude that's actually genuine and meaningful and makes a difference. So how do you, you know, how does your process help people to do that gratitude in a really genuine way that actually does feel good and make a difference so i add on one word i ask people what are you grateful for and then i add on one word and that one word was a game changer you know what that one word is we'll be right back to the podcast in just a few short moments friends do you ever wish that you had a way to be reminded to be grateful every day I know that I need daily reminders to practice gratitude. And so what I've done to help myself and you remember to be grateful every day is I've started sharing daily gratitude reminders on my Instagram account. If you're not already following me on Instagram, you can find me at Julie C.M. Boyer. That's J-U-L-I-E-C-M like Mary, B-O-Y-E-R. Or you can search Wake Up With Gratitude to find me on Instagram. I do have a second account where I share my photography, and you're welcome to follow me there as well. However, the daily gratitude prompts will be shared on my main account every day. 
and know that it helps me if I see a visual reminder to be grateful every day. So I'm using the photos that I've taken all over Vancouver Island and using them as a backdrop for my words of gratitude. I'd love to see you over on Instagram. Let's get back to the podcast episode. Why? What are you grateful for? And why are you grateful for that? So someone will tell you, I'm grateful for my health. Why are you grateful for your health? Well, I've been sick and I've just recovered, or I'm grateful for this person because they helped me through something. That why is what creates meaning behind what we're doing. So it's not just what I'm thankful for. It's why I'm thankful for that at this present moment. That adds such a deep level of meaning to, you know, to that power of gratitude. It's like when you're journaling, you write it down and you ask yourself, well, why did I write this down? What about this am I grateful for? That process, that thought process that you're going through creates much more neural pathways and it actually attaches much more meaning to what you're doing. That's, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that. I think you're the second or third guest that I've had that mentions that part about asking why that you're grateful for and including that in your gratitude. And I will admit that I have said a couple of times that I am going to step up my gratitude and add the why into my journaling. And then I do it for a little bit and it hasn't stuck yet. So perhaps this hearing it again from another person, from another perspective is really what, because I'm always looking, you know, one of the reasons I do this podcast, it's very selfish. I do this for me because I really believe that like you, you're, you're here to change the world one thank you at a time. And I'm here that I dream of a world where everyone simply chooses to wake up with gratitude. And there's so many different ways of practicing gratitude. And what I've learned is that there are endless ways. I, you know, I'm doing this, I'm in my third year of doing this podcast. And you would think I've heard all the ideas about gratitude, but I definitely haven't. You know, you're bringing something to the table that I love with the, the game idea and then the adding of the why and bringing all that together. It feels new to me for someone who lives and practices gratitude daily. I, it, it makes me so happy to hear something and a way that we can change and deepen that practice. Now, you mentioned that, um, did you and your organization, like, did you start doing some research about how this was impacting businesses? So once we realized the power of it and we realized we were onto something and we wanted to go out there and change, but we realized we actually needed some research. We needed some scientific research to take to people, to go into companies and say to them, we have the most incredible tool that can change people's lives. Don't just take our word for it. Here's a whole lot of research on it. So we found it. So that that's, you know, that's where I started coming across. That's actually where I discovered Sean Anker, Martin Seligman, all these people in positive psychology and the power of things. It was like, wow. And then I started to realize how much research there actually is on this. And we were like, we discovered it and we worked it all out by ourselves. And then we discovered the research. And when I saw the research, I was like, wow, this is incredible. I didn't know this existed before. I could have saved myself hours and months of trying things, you know, just by reading up on the research. But it was much more fun actually discovering it than reading it. Um, you know, and, and as you said, I loved your point about trying to make it new. And I think that's something that often what happens is we get so caught up in a routine, even gratitude can, can it just becomes part of our routine. Yes. But we have to make it new. We have to ask ourselves the whole time, you know, 
how do I do something new about it? How can I, how can I create something that's going to excite me about it as well? And that's why for the why, you know, I often say do, do things in small increments, like do it small, take on small things. So if I ask someone to give me five things that they're thankful for, I'll only ask them why on one of them. Okay. Okay. Because it's easier to do something small and build into it than try to take it on. I'm going to do fives and then I'm going to do, I'm going to ask myself, it's, it's, it's too, te- sometimes it's too hard for people. So right. choose one. Yeah. But my big thing as well is make it visual. Okay. Either write it out, you know, we've got people who've got magnets on top of their refrigerators, you know, yeah. write it out, put it somewhere where you can see it. Yeah. My friend, my partner, if you look above his laptop in his office, he's got his list of the top 50 things he's grateful for. And every time he looks up, that's what he sees. Oh, I love it. I love that. Yeah. I love the visual reminders. So in my own office, um, on one side over here, so I do for when I'm planning and preparing my year, I create my most grateful year yet. So every year is my most grateful year yet. And I, I help people to create their year based on a foundation of gratitude. And then I write down, um, what my daily gratitude practices are like as a reminder of what things I'm doing and how I'm stepping up my gratitude practice. I also have a big sign in my office on the other side that says grateful. So every time I walk into my office, I have magnets on my fridge. I have, um, you know, different pictures throughout my house that remind me. And I, you know, I do this for a living. So I, do I need reminders? But like you said, yes, of course we all do. It keeps us in that place. And really interesting what you mentioned about, you know, habits and becoming used to it. Um, I've been listening. Um, I haven't actually read the book Atomic Habits yet, but I was, I mean, I know I've heard that uh, James Clear speak many times and he's just been recently interviewed on Brene Brown's podcast. And this talking about, you know, uh, how your habits, if you um, imagine your identity and then your habits then fit that identity. So if you imagine your identity as being a person who is grateful, if you imagine your identity as being a gratitude guru, then your habits match that. And I think what you're saying about the newness of it is that if we, if we stay with the same habits that we already have, it's hard to like level up to the next level to be that, you know, that gratitude guru or gratitude dude or Mr. Gratitude. Right. So I love very, that. very much so. You know, every year when we go into businesses and we, I've been working with some businesses for eight, nine years now. Wow. You know, and when we go in, and they have these gratitude sessions all the time. It's yeah. also about saying to them, okay, so how are we going to make it different this year? What, yeah. what are we going to do different that's going to add and that's going to add value to what you're doing? And it's amazing how it never stays the same. It's, just, it's, it's so dynamic because you're dealing with people and you're dealing with people's emotions. And, and, you know, and we're changing all the time and the world is changing all the time and we're going through different situations. So gratitude is just about an awareness. You know, as you said, it's just, it starts off with a basic awareness of, wow, I'm actually so blessed. But if we don't take that time out to focus on it, then, then you're right. It's just going to become monotonous. So it's about creating that attitude that one wants to have in it. And it's about looking for the opportunities. It's about you know, saying, maybe today I'm going to focus on my body. This week will be my body. Next week will be the world around me. You can choose different themes. And that's what we've done as well is like, you can be okay. creative be creative with your gratitude. Yeah, make it make it fun, make it new. And, and like the gratitude game is, you know, I just love that because a game is something that's fun yeah. and you can do it in so many different ways. So 
So let me ask you, because of course the world has changed tremendously over two years and the way we work has changed and more and more people are working. Like you and I are talking, we're working through a screen and not sitting in a room together. So how have your, the practices been adapted to this more, you know, Zoom type world? Do you find that it's translated well into the like online Zoom uh, version or have you had to make adaptations for that? So, you know, the beautiful thing about gratitude is that it's a basic human emotion. So what, what, so a, a lot of our training had to move online. Yeah. Um, and what we did when we started working with gratitude and we started getting people to be realized, you know, just to focus on the gratitude, what are you grateful for? And just changing those mindsets for people. So, it, it, you know, it was just about adapting and showing people that even though the world might be going through this pandemic and there's lockdowns and there's this happening and there's that happening, what are you grateful for? And we ran a lot of gratitude sessions online for companies and for people just to try and create that happy mental space for them. And it was amazing how gratitude became such a grounding value for them over that time that the feedback was incredible. That We got such positive feedback for people to say gratitude was something that guided me through some of those darkest days that I had. Gratitude helped me. I didn't have a job, but gratitude got me through those dark times. And it was just like, it was incredible to see how when people were focused on the good and how they integrated it into their lives, how it really changed and gave them the ability to deal with the dark times and come out of it in a really beautiful and positive way. So as dark as it was, there was so much light for so many people who really became based in those values. So it was really amazing to see it. I think that point you make about having gratitude when the times are really hard. And, you know, I talk a lot about this, um, this time of gratitude and grief can live in the same house. Like we can go through the hard times and have those emotions and have the difficulty and then still have a gratitude practice at the same time. You don't have to be mutually exclusive. You can still have a gratitude practice when things are really hard. And, um, you know, you mentioned that some of these clients that learned the corporate gratitude then brought that gratitude home and it probably made quite an impact especially over the past couple of years yeah you know one of the things we do it's an amazing one of the exercises it's very you know our project is very exercise based so we give them like tasks to do um and one of them was about phoning a friend and saying thank you to that friend and it was it was a great exercise and then I asked people to give me feedback so it, it, the, the one company I was doing training and I gave them this task and then I was busy packing up and about five minutes later, um, one of the people came up to me and said, I did it. I was like, you did what? No, I phoned my friend already. I said, wow, you know, that was incredible. They said, no, when you told me, I, I had this person in my mind and I just, I, I just thought, you know, I'm going to phone them right now and just say thank you and, and just say thank you. So I said, so how are you feeling? They said, I'm feeling incredible. I said, how did the, how did the call go? They said, you know what's amazing? I phoned this person because he's really been there for me and he's really helped me. And I just wanted to say thank you. And his response to me was, you have no idea how meaningful this is. I've had a horrible, horrible morning. I've had one of those mornings that have just had nothing's gone my way. You have changed my whole attitude. You have given me positivity to my day when my day was not going like that. And he phoned her later and said, you don't understand how you changed my day with that three-minute phone call of just phoning to say thank you for everything that I've done for you. It was those little stories 
that that's touching people's lives like that. And I said to her, how are you feeling about that? And she was like, I made someone's day by saying thank you. She was on the moon before making the call. He was over the moon because he was having such a bad day. Yeah. And both of them together were just like, wow. They just, and, I, and I, when I went back a couple of days later and I was saying, she said like, I had just the most beautiful day after that phone call. Like she says, I don't know what it was and I don't know how it worked, but I can just tell you after making that phone call, I just had the most beautiful day. Yes, things didn't always go my way, but I just had such an inner peaceful contentment that I, I just can't explain to you. And I said, well, that's the power of gratitude. And she was like, yeah, I'm a believer. That's it. I'm in. Um, and it's been such a powerful journey for her because she experienced that. And I think gratitude is that same thing. When you experience it and when you put the effort into it, it is the most beautiful thing that you can experience. And the world around you might be going through absolute chaos, but your gratitude can ground you. It can give you the ability to say, you know, it's, it's, it's still bad, but there is still something good. There are still people around me. There are still people helping me. The world is not such a bad place. And that gives us the ability to deal with these things around us. Oh, yes, absolutely. I love that. And I love that you say that the impact of a phone call, right? Because first of all, we are very rarely calling people on the phone these days. So that in itself is a big deal to get a phone call and to actually answer the phone from somebody, <laughs> but also, you know, a phone call to just express gratitude for someone. I mean, I know that I, you know, I would love to receive that kind of call, uh, no matter, you know, no matter the time or the place, it does feel really amazing to have that and to say thank you and to just express that. And, you know, in business, it works as really just as well, Right calling your customers, you mentioned that very earlier in our interview, you know, calling the customer and saying, thank you. You know, one of the things I do in my own business is I make cards from my photos um, to say I have gratitude cards. And so every time I get a new client, I send them a card, you know, with their other, with their order, or if they order shipping direct, I'll just send a card. It'll arrive separately because I want to just say thank you for um, that someone you know, placed an order with me that someone gave me their business that someone, you know, gave me money for a service or a product. And so I love that idea of really expressing that gratitude to one-on-one and being particular with that person and how that impacts someone's day. I was actually speaking to a friend and in their background the other day, I noticed that my card was up there, right? Cause it's like, you know, people keep that thing, people that that phone call will that, like you said, that person's day, I imagine that stuck in that person's head probably for much longer than that one day, right? it. it becomes like an anchored memory. So what a great, I'm, I'm writing notes as we talk because you are full of amazing practical ideas of ways to practice gratitude, which I love so much. Always looking for new ways to practice gratitude. Okay. So, um, Okay, one sec. Okay, we're back from Alan being frozen. So I wanted to ask you, you have shared so many amazing ways to practice gratitude. So I'm curious, in your own life, what is one daily gratitude practice that you have? Sure, I have so many actually. Because um, I, I, you know, I talk about it every day and I'm running yeah. sessions every day. So part of that, part of those sessions is me also expressing gratitude to the people I'm working with. So I spend a lot of my day on gratitude but I think for me, one of the biggest things is the first thing when I wake up in the morning and I ask myself, what am I grateful for today? 
Um, all the research is the way you wake up in the morning will determine the attitude that you have for the rest of the day. And I think the way we wake up really sets the tone. So for me, one of the big things is that in those first couple of seconds, I wake up and realize, wow, I'm alive, right? That That's the first big realization. I once read a statistic. I don't know how they worked this out, but they said on average, 135,000 people die every night. Yeah. That, that's quite a number of people. Yeah. You know, we wake up in the morning, it's like, woohoo, I'm alive. Yes, I made it, right? I'm not one of those statistics. That that in itself is, you know, became such a big practice for me because Sometimes we do, we, we, we go through hard times in life, whether it's in business or our personal lives. And I, I needed something to ground me and to help me to develop that. And for me, that, that daily gratitude practice was the first thing in the morning, making sure that I have a positive mindset and starting my day off with just really focusing on what do I want to be grateful for today? Is it maybe the client I'm going to see? Is it maybe someone I'm going to meet for lunch? I choose, I look through my day and I choose one thing and I start my day by really focusing on gratitude and by being conscious of it, you know, and choosing that, by choosing. But, you know, when I wake up, I know when I wake up, I've decided the night before, before I go to sleep, that when I wake up, I'm going to be consciously choosing something to be grateful for. And therefore, that became a daily practice for me. uh, I don't know how long I've been doing that for, but it's really been an amazing amazing journey and it's it's, it's really grounded me and I, I believe it's added so much to my life because of that. I feel you, my friend. Absolutely. That is my core gratitude practice is that saying thank you for this gift of another day and the opportunity to be of service to others and to make a difference in this world. That is my morning mantra that I say when I first get up in the morning, because it is just a reminder that today is not promised. Today is a gift. And I love that. It really does start the day. But I feel, you know, I I understand like you, I have so much of my day that I spend in gratitude that it's like hard to pick one. But I love that you said that one in particular, because that's what I encourage people to do. You know, there are so many ideas and some people that are listening are already doing a lot of different gratitude practices and they're going to take one of your suggestions and deepen their practice but others are here for the first time. And if that's the one practice that they can start to adopt, then I think it, like you said, it really does have a huge impact. So, oh, my friend, I've just, I've loved talking with you. It's so much fun to talk with someone who's so passionate about gratitude, but also living it. Where is the best place for people who would like to connect with you? Where do they find you? So the best place is on LinkedIn. That's often, or my email, which is alone, A-L-O-N at liveyourpart.com. Both of those are, are there. I am on Facebook, but I'm not very active on it. Um, but generally my LinkedIn page, that, that's where I spend a lot of my time. And uh, obviously by email, you know, get in touch. Let's change the world together. Perfect. I'll make sure those links are in the show notes for everybody. Uh, thank you so much. What an uplifting, fun conversation about gratitude. I'm so grateful for this time together. I love that technology allows us to connect in this way that we might not have otherwise. And I just want to say that it's been a real joy to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much, Alan. Thank you so much. It's been such an honor. I feel so invigorated and just so on such a high from it. So just thank you so much for this incredible opportunity. You're welcome, my friend. Welcome to The End Secret, where I share a little bit of personal information just as a thank you for sticking around to the end of the podcast. And over the last few episodes, I've been sharing my journey as an Ironman triathlete. Now this week, I'm going to take a quick little break from those stories and just mention something really fun that's going on. 
As you know, I'm an avid landscape photographer and I love taking photos of the sunrise. And I've had a set of note cards and things available in my shop for quite some time, but I've been looking at fun, new, and creative ways to share my images with the world. So this is just a sneak peek to let you know that there are new, fun, and exciting ways that I'm going to be sharing my photography with you over the next couple of months. I truly appreciate your support. You know, when you do purchase from my shop, it makes a difference. It's one of the ways that you can support this podcast. All right, friends, that's it for this week. Just a little preview of what's to come and to say thank you for your support. Thank you for listening right to the end of the podcast. I hope this episode inspired you to choose to practice gratitude in different ways than you might have before. If you're not already following the podcast on your favorite app, all you have to do is click on the check mark or plus sign under the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast name to make sure that you're alerted of all the new episodes. If you really enjoy this podcast and want others to hear about it, it would mean so much if you could leave a review on your favorite app. Your review can help others to find the podcast and start to join us in choosing to wake up with gratitude every single day.